So I'm back with my friend Zaina Anderson, uh, and we're having a conversation about the cookout, right? And the cookout is an experience where you're, you know, being introduced to, invited uh, to experience black culture holistically, right? And how you engage uh, with a cookout could be your communication, mm. uh, it could be your knowledge, your level of experience or knowledge in the world, and, and how that enhances your communication. Uh, and the parallel of that is what you bring to a cookout, right? Are you bringing a potato salad? You know what I mean? Are you bringing some, uh, uh, another insert questionable dish <laughs> here? You know what I mean? Um, and, and your level of understanding of how the culture could appreciate, you know, what you have to offer, right? And how you appreciate it. So, uh, you know, as I mentioned before, you're someone who I, I feel appreciates black culture and being invited to the cookout and appreciates, you know, that experience holistically. Um, you know, we had a conversation before about artists who, culturally you know uh, appreciated and, and those who culturally appropriated mm-hmm. and you know you, you brought up the topic of an artist uh, named Riff Raff Joey High Roller no comment I'm going to keep going and just try to no I'm just kidding no no we could I, I think you know <laughs> maybe we could do a, a lobby to one day have Riff Raff on the, on the show yeah. um, and that's something that to think about you know for years to, to boot but I think it's, <laughs> I don't think anybody in this studio is taking that seriously, but I think it's one of those things that when it comes to um, cultural appropriation and appreciation, that's an artist who one could argue has appropriated black culture to the extent, right, in, in the form of supporting other artists and, and using language that was derogatory and, and also maybe participating in, in uh, behaviors that uh, took down hip-hop culture, right, from a notch of what it used to be. But I want to shift gears a little bit and talk about uh, the complexity of Post Malone, mm-hmm. right? So how do you feel about Post Malone and their artistship as it relates to appreciation and appropriation? That's a good question. You know, I, I have to admit, I, I like Post Malone as a, a kind of a human being at a general and sort of a face value level because I think he's, he's a positive dude. Uh, and I think he um, just is kind of there to have a good time. But that's also... Not to excuse some of the, the ignorance, I think, or, or not ignorance necessarily, because, again, I think he's a, a cool enough person as much as the next guy. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think that there's an acknowledgement of the significance of some of the, the cues and kind of the, the musical influence that he takes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that as a result of that, it feels very selective in some cases, and it seems to be um, not as appreciative, not as, not as you're taking it as a whole and, and understanding how, you know, how significant it really is to the folks who actually created it and then you kind of borrowed it from. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked on, uh, you know, before recording and everything about somebody like a Diplo. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. and truth be told, I think there could be the argument for both ways for Diplo. And, and as somebody who would argue that he appreciates culture, he's not the type of person, you know, I've never met the guy, but it seems to me that he's not the type of person who's going to take one subset of a culture without understanding it or, or one kind of, you know, musical... Um, signifier of a specific culture in this case and say you know just completely disregard what uh, the source is and and just kind of use it for his own benefit without acknowledgement I think Diplo is the type of person who will readily acknowledge it and and even more so go on further and collaborate with these kind of you know native artists you know folks from Jamaica folks from Brazil you know he's the type of person who will acknowledge that and show the respect and and you know, to answer your original question, it doesn't seem as evident to me that Post Malone would be in the same category. So I think that mm-hmm. that's kind of the separation. Again, not not here to, to, to throw any shade or put any disrespect on anybody's name in particular, but 
I think there there could be the argument made, you know, the, the post fits in one bucket and, and West fits in another. Mm. That's beautiful. I think something that, that struck me between you getting here and, and me speaking now is uh, one, my opinion on Post Malone. Mm-hmm. Two, uh, the riffraff thing, not to rehash it, but, um, you know, before I was thinking about Macklemore, mm-hmm. right? And I, I thought about conversations you and I had years ago mm-hmm. about, you know, thrift shop and uh, you can't hold us and, and we can keep going. And it's one of those things that I really feel that... Um, how do I say this? He experienced appropriation and appreciation and like went through that, that mm-hmm. process right in front of us and kind of owned, yeah. you know, what that experience is. And I think about where, you know, an artist like Post Malone is now, mm-hmm. right? And I think it's such a, um, how do I say this? Like experiential phase. So he's just having fun. Mm-hmm. And I haven't thought about that perspective before, you know yeah. what I mean? Because I'm listening from a, from a different paradigm. So. <laughs> yeah, it is. And, and, and that's understandable because I think that there are a lot of folks out there that feel the same way, mm. you know, regarding his music and everything. But I also think that there's something to be said for a person who's willing to, to go out and make music uh, and kind of live their life and do it in the spirit of, of having a good time. Even if, and I will readily acknowledge this as well, but even if that could be construed as or understood as or actually be uh, ignorance toward toward the kind of source culture area, for lack of a better term. So, hmm. you know, I, I think there it, that's a complex issue in, in my opinion, but I do, uh, you know, I understand and kind of see both sides of that, and that's something that, well, you know, not that it's like a big issue whether somebody likes post-Malone politics or not, but it's something that, you know, I've thought about and, and had considerations about because there's a couple of pretty damn good songs out there, if you don't mind me saying oh, yeah. saying so. So, you know, that, that's kind of where I sit on the issue. It's... It's more of like a cultural critique rather than like a personal or like a music critique in, in this particular setting. So that's that's kind of where I come from. But also I think that you have extremely an extremely valid perspective from the paradigm that you, you kind of naturally speak from. Hmm. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It, it's got me wondering, who, who are you listening to now? Uh, and, and we talked a little bit you know, before about uh, not having that connection so much. Mm-hmm. But who gets, who gets you going, right? What, what's an artist that comes on now in the past three months or so that you're just like, oh my gosh, I gotta got play this, or this person in culture who just may be an auteur or creator mm-hmm. is someone you're drawn to that, that resonates with uh, the cookout culture or black culture, right? Yeah, you know, there's there's actually a, a band um, that's a band that's been around for years, uh, and they're kind of based in Portland now. They're called Portugal the Man. Hmm. Um, they've got a, a couple of big hits over the last year or so, so they've kind of come into the, the public eye a little bit more readily than they had been in the past. But um, these dudes are originally from Alaska. You know, parents were, were dog sled racers before the Iditarod. Then, you know, started making music there, came down to Portland, uh, and, and began making albums and just touring constantly. So, you know, wow. these are, uh, this is a long, drawn out explanation to your question, but their lead singer is somebody who has gone through every phase you could imagine. You know, mm-hmm. and, and early 2000s looked like a hipster for a while looked kind of a little bit like a fairy and now you know he's got a daughter and he's, he's you know grown and kind of seen a lot of things another another example sort of like what we had talked about with Diplo where there's a lot of travel involved and a lot of um, experience of others perspectives in a, in a pretty genuine way and you know the, the it's buried and embedded in the music the rebellion of of punk rock culture and hip-hop culture when it first began and, and was on the scene and what we experience now with that still as well and, and, um, and you know the original rock and roll culture those all share the same spirit as far as I'm concerned and there's 
you know, there's an aspect as well. The, the lead singer's name, to, you know, is a oh, no, long no. answer to, to the question, but the specific <laughs> person in mind that I have, his name is John Gorley. Um, and, and it seems to me that um, John has a lot of respect for, for black culture. You know, you can tell that there's a sneaker, uh, kind of a sneakerhead sort of an aspect mm. there where, where there's the fashion, uh, you know, at large, and then also kind of, you know, almost like... Another example of this, for my money, is John Mayer as well. You know, mm. showing showing the appreciation for all types of music and understanding, you know, that, that dude now tours with the Grateful Dead, living, or the living members of the Grateful Dead, but at the same time, you know, has multiple multiple collaborations with producers. You know, his new song, I, I, I admittedly am ashamed that I, I can't remember the producer's name, but it was like somebody from the hip hop genre, and of course, wow. all the you know the Kanye collabs and Dave Chappelle collabs and everything. Mm. You know, those Over are two years. Wow. Yeah, 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 and that's something that's not new for either of those two examples. So, hmm. you know, I, I think, I think those two are are two good ones that kind of steer clear generally of making hip hop music. But there's the appreciation from from a lifestyle, from a fashion perspective, and from uh, uh, an influential recognition perspective. Mm-hmm. Most importantly, and two, I'm just thinking on, and not even dealing with the cultural piece, but two, who are you digging in general as well right now? Those two dudes. Yeah, just in Pete, yeah. no matter what. Okay, that's that's a, that's a fair Jonah, I consider Jonah Hill and Shy to be cool dudes, too, generally. Hmm. I don't know necessarily about how they are with appropriation <laughs> or, or appreciation. Time will tell, right? Yeah, I think Jonah Hill's starting to appropriate what it looks like to be like a, a road man a little bit, not in the UK more than anything else, but... Um, yeah, those, those two... Insider. Yeah, yeah. Football, <laughs> inside baseball. Um, you know, I, I think... Food media is pretty interesting to me these days. You know, people, there's a handful of people from Vice and, and things like that, like, you know, Maddie Matheson and mm-hmm. and uh, a couple other folks who are kind of media personalities in a niche way that, that you know, are are intriguing to me. But, you know, it's, it's interesting. Um, I, I, I don't know that I was kind of ready for that question, but I think that... Uh, <laughs> Those are those I was probably, became curious. Those would probably be, no, 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 no. Don't apologize. That's a great question. That's that's probably where I'm at though. You know, when I'm looking at like what I want to like, you know, what what's influences just generally and from a cultural perspective. That's kind of the folks that I look to these days. Mm. So so talk to us a little bit about what you know is on the agenda for you this summer as it relates to concert wise, music festival wise. <sighs> Uh, well, well for, thank you for asking. Uh, that's something well, that's, that's a passion I do, I do like yeah. to talk about. It's a passion of mine. Uh, you know, getting to go to shows with with my girlfriend Nicole is something that I consider to be a gift. She, of course, she's here today, thankfully. Uh, and uh, you know, we get to see a lot of fun stuff. We we just recently got back from Coachella uh, weekend oh. one, which was a great time. Um, you know, getting to, to show her around for the first time and know that we'd continuously be doing that for years to come is, is one of the greatest in the, uh, the greatest pleasures of my life, for sure. And uh, <laughs> I, I don't think I'm alone in that. The summer in Indianapolis, we've got a lot going on as well, man. It's, um, uh, uh, just found out we've got killer's tickets that just kind of fell into our lap. Uh, a friend acquired them and, and was able to kind of pass those along to us. We'll be... Whoa. We'll be going to Dave Matthews Band. Uh, that's that's a little bit of a deep cut for me back from, from childhood. <laughs> Pre-Tribe Cold Quest in the Roots, obviously. Um, Circa 98. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, that was like lullaby status, so it's kind of classics. Um, you know, other than that, there's, there's a couple others floating around that are kind of on the docket. Luckily... You know, luckily we get to get a little bit of our goofy electronic music to, uh, or like the 
excuse me, Electronic Dance Music Fix at, at the race here coming up in a couple of weeks. Yes. Uh, by the time this comes out, it might be a little bit, bit in the past and a little bit of a history lesson, but yeah, that'll be, <laughs> that'll be a good time. And, and we just try to keep it fun, man. We just try to keep it keep it breezy in the summer times and, and have a good time and keep the good times rolling, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. No, well, well I look forward to having more continued conversations yes, uh, yes man today is jam-packed and we'll make sure that, that, that all of it gets displayed in some fashion yeah man and, uh, and I appreciate you before you go mm-hmm. uh, can you tell the folks where to follow you at right all your social media and uh, what your, your government name is again and what time yeah absolutely it's uh, Zane Anderson uh, you can find me on Instagram uh, my handle is one of the the most ridiculous things to try to actually verbalize so uh, it's, it reads Zane the Funky, uh, Zane underscore T H A underscore F U N K E E, uh, Zane the Funky, uh, and hopefully by the time that this podcast is out, I'll have changed that to something a little <laughs> easier to say, maybe. Um, but yeah, this is uh, this has been a huge pleasure, man. Thank you so much, Chris, for having me. Oh no, my brother, hey, it's love, it's, it's love. Uh, it's a, a, a lovely time to be able to to share and have those conversations, and I hope to have to to have the opportunity to continue many more of those. Oh, yeah. Sooner than later, hopefully, my brother. All right. Peace. Yeah, dude. Thank you all for listening.